Listeners be advised, the Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian Adams. On today's episode, look, I just been stuck in the house watching some TV, and then I get the urge, right? And that urge is like a little tingle down there. I might need to explore a little bit of something. And I'm like, I'm going to ignore that. Today's (laughs) pass. Two days pass. And I'm still like feeling that tingle. And I'm just like, bitch, no, I know what you want me to do. I know what you want me to do, bitch. I know what you're trying to make me do. I'm not going to do it. And you just continue to fight that urge. And it's the weekend now. You know the hoes come out on the weekend, bitch. But you like, I held it down this entire town like POP. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm, yeah, I had to bring her back. I'm here. Okay, let me go ahead and figure out what the fuck is on this app. And then you're just like, okay, I'm going to get this itch scratched. I'm going to get it scratched right who was on these apps tonight. And now you realize that you lower your damn standards and you got some mediocre dick or some ass or some pussy. You just like, why, why the fuck did I end up here? Because horniness is a motherfucking drug. And that's what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> and with me to have this conversation is adrian as well as tyrell so how are you all doing today doing good doing good thank you so much for having us all right, right. what he said oh god <laughs> so before we get deep into this damn conversation oh, we getting deep before we get into this conversation um since you know it is november this, this is the fifth episode of november so if you're new to the podcast and you're not ready for this discussion bitch you better get the fuck ready because this is all about that sexy shit during november y'all come on let the hoe out let the freak flag fly and fly it high suck some dick suck some tits suck some clits and eat some ass do it all do it all and love it and love it for yourself so with it being november we got this november special going on and let's go ahead and see who's oh well y'all know who's here but so everybody who's like new to the show and don't know y'all's voices do y'all mind introducing yourselves briefly um start off with adrian then we got you tyra all right. Hey, y'all. It's Vernon's uh, educated bestie, Adrian. We're fighting. We're fighting. <laughs> you 
I'm gonna I'm gonna disconnect this hoe because I told her two days ago she is not gonna say this uneducated shit to me not one more time. So we're Adrian Tyrell. Who are you? I'm, I'm just trying to rebrand it, okay? Damn. Don't do my friend like that. And I'm just bringing it. I'm bringing it different. Go oh, ahead, Tyrell. <laughs> Oh, God. I can't breathe. <laughs> I bet you edit this shit. <laughs> you know I'm not. God damn it. <laughs> Y'all, surprise fun fact. Because we on November. What y'all don't understand is I be trolling Dr. Scott every episode he let me be on. And I do some off the wall shit trying to get him to edit it out. And those of you who are OG listeners, y'all know he don't. So clearly, I should give up, but I'm not, because mama ain't raised no quitter. Mm, we love it. <laughs> or a spitter. Cough, cough. Ooh. 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 Not the, mm. Wow. <laughs> what is my teeth? Tyrell, please save us. <laughs> Well, what's going on, everybody? Y'all know who it is. It's Tyrell. I am so glad to be back for November, and I'm gonna need y'all to. I'm gonna need y'all to tap into y'all in a hole, y'all in a working hole, every hole phase that y'all didn't had. I need y'all to start reminiscing. It's nothing wrong with being a hole, y'all. Like, just, I'm here to tell y'all. Listen, as we are going through November, we are going to be talking about those moments. I need y'all to come out of y'all. Come out of y'all bag. Let's let us let us hit him. Let's hit him stories. Don't be ashamed of them. No matter what what phase or you know kind of you know moment that you didn't have, be proud of it. You know now you may have some regrets and that's totally understandable, but you know you don't have to be ashamed of it for November. Like we embracing our whole and we embracing our whole holes. Yeah. So come through with it. Look, we can we can like do the shame shit at New Year's because you know wait until after you give up on your New Year's New Year's resolution, then we can start feeling that shame all together. <laughs> yeah, it's best to wait to the end of the year anyway. That way you could go through your phone and just like delete and clear before like the new year comes. That's what I do. <laughs> listen, listen, get all the old photos out. All the th- <laughs> look this year I'm deleting numbers. I would like- <laughs> here we are here we are this is such a ghetto podcast and i love it for everybody who's listening welcome to the ghetto and like welcome (laughs) glad to be here so to start (laughs) off this conversation about horniness being a drug see i want to go to our last topic about lowering standards but we're going to have to keep that last so y'all motherfuckers know that's going to be the end of this damn episode okay when we start talking about standards hmm Mm. But anyways, have you had any kind of unplanned sexual encounters throughout your life? That's like the root cause is the fact that you was just horny as hell. Who who you asking? Either (laughs) one of you. Either one of you. Jump up in this bitch. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Well, duh. Yeah. I had one last week, goddamn. Okay, so we got something in common because so did I. Amen. Yes. So look, we the perfect people. We look, we the perfect people to talk about this. Like for real, because motherfuckers out here getting the shit, and I'm over here. mm, I'm still a virgin, so. Well, I mean, I can't pop my shit too hard because it was some virtual shit, but it's about to be IRL on Wednesday. (laughs) Oh yes. (laughs) 
Child. Ooh, ooh, child. How you know how I feel fish? about sex and Dr. Scott. I, I don't like that shit, but FaceTime? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. How was this virtual session? What did we do? Like, okay. was it just out of the blue? Like, hey, we're talking on FaceTime and a little giggle, 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 and then went to a little wiggle, wiggle? No, no. Okay, so, you know, I've been in the streets for about a year now. You know, mm-hmm. our OG listeners, y'all remember Benita? She is no more. We don't speak of her. <laughs> so ever since uh, she released me back into the streets, I've been on the apps because I'm lazy and I work a lot, okay? I don't have time to do the hood company often. I don't have time for that, all right? I just want to give me the algorithm that bring the bad bitches to me. Yes. And I like that. <laughs> so uh, I had, you know, I had a little roster going. I had about... At that time, about eight, eight, eight on the roster. I was only fucking like four of them though. Never on the same day, not in the same time. We had a very cute rotation, okay? Everybody's healthy and safe. <clears throat> However, I didn't realize because, you know, I'm prone to taking like social media breaks. So I was on like a little, you know, media break. So I wasn't on the apps like that. Pop back up, you know, doing me. And apparently like if someone has like liked you, that'll hide it if you don't do anything in like 14 days. So it had been like, it had been like three months. Since I had been on there. <laughs> so I went in, I was like, what's in this hidden folder? And I see some extra baddies. And I was like, well, I'm out of likes. Let's spend the block. So I sent them all a little message like, hey, had to clear my mind, took a little break, forgot about you, but I'm back now. If you met someone, totally understand. But if you didn't, let's pick up where we left off. And so uh, all of them responded. None of them had met nobody, so that was pretty cool. But uh, the shorty that I ended up doing the little virtual love with, she was in there. And so she was like, let's get to know each other. And I was like, let's get to know each other, I guess, <laughs> okay. So she was, she lives uh, in my, she's like 20 minutes from me. She was closer than all the other ones. So, you know, I gave her a little more attention. We started chit-chatting. Uh, first, we talked on the app, and you know, we went from the app to IRL. And then uh, I was like, shit, can we FaceTime? She was like, sure. So we got on FaceTime, and it was it was dope. Like, we talked for like seven hours that day. Um, we talked so long. It was the 4th of July Eve. It was that Monday. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, are you off tomorrow? And I was like, no, got to work. But it's a holiday route, so I'm not tripping. And so the first 3.5 hours was like good, pure, wholesome conversation. I wouldn't mind Jesus being, you know, a fly on the wall for that. And then the last three, Jesus had to leave because <laughs> <laughs> demons right into the chat. <laughs> and so, you know. Somehow, one thing led to another. Shorty starts showing me all her little sex toys. And I was like, huh, oh, right. how do you use that? I'm a visual <laughs> learner. <laughs> and so she was like, well, you turn it on and then you put it here. I was like, but where do you put it? She was like, here. So over her clothes or whatever. Like, nah, like, but like, if I were to get it, would I put it on top of my shorts? And she was like, oh my God, Dre, if you want me to masturbate in front of you, just say that. So I was like, I want you to masturbate in front of me. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so we laughed, but then she went and got her bag of tricks. And uh, from like, what was it? From like 10 
p.m. to like 2 a.m. It was just a sex exhibition. <laughs> and then I, you know, shorty, I'm trying to be not crass, but goddamn, she got that thing on her. And uh, yeah, I wanted it. I wanted it bad. And so one thing led to another, and I was like, well, that's not fair. You know, I, I ain't got no toys. All I do is throw dick. So I was like, mm, um, I think I'm gonna show her my coochie. And so I took my pants off, walked across the screen real quick just to see if she was checking for it. She was like, oh my, no, come back. What you doing? And I was just like, oh, me? <laughs> it's just me. It's just, it's just a little coochie or whatever. Like, just a little turn. <laughs> and so she was like, no, 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 bring that back. And I was like, oh, you want to bring it back? You want to bring it back? And so, you know, one thing led to another, and then, you know, she was talking freaky in my ear. I'm, I'm talking freaky back to her. So we just coming all over the place. And uh, she was like, I don't know why you're about to break my record with myself. So normally, I think her record, like, back-to-back orgasms was like four, and she got about seven with me. So, yeah, <laughs> that shit was fired. And uh, we about to recreate that shit in real life. I love it. Love Manifested. It. Yes, we love to see it. Manifested from the virtual, which, you know, was all set in your mind. You could see everything visually and in real life. It's going to be manifested into other ways. I love it. Look, could have been like, hey, Vernon, we're doing this session. You should pull up. Like, Jesus has already left. You know that you're good. <laughs> like, you know I'm going to be like, who's all over there? You'd be like, oh, Jesus is gone. And I'd be like, I bet I'm there. Like, there, I love you, right. Jesus. I love you. Like, you know, we we friends. But, like, <laughs> you know, I could have pulled up. I'm joking. <laughs> wow. Wow. Next, next time, boo, I got you. Okay. You get, okay. Your you ass come Bring yes. <laughs> I don't want to be crass. You know this is the whole Little Bee podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been at work. I just, you know, I can't be nasty at work. So I, it's hard to switch my whole back. I got you. Okay. <laughs> That's actually funny because I was a little bit nasty at work. So. Ooh. Ooh, spill it. First time. And, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it. Mm, I definitely did. Tea. Yes. So... You know, that's how we get right (laughs) for this time. For this time, yeah. So this is actually the first time that I actually engaged with somebody that was younger. Uh, As everybody knows, that you know, I teach and go to school, and so I want to put this disclaimer out there: I do not believe in exerting power, especially if you deal with um, even still grown students. I don't believe in you know exerting power. So let me go on by disclaimer: this was not one of my students or anybody that I you know engage with. However, they were affiliated. They were a student that was affiliated at the university that I attend. So, you know, I'm kind of a little bit on this cruising app. I don't really go on it, you know, like too often. I just go on really like to see what's, you know, what's happening, things like that. So I was a little hot that day. You know, I had to teach online and stuff like that. I felt like being a thought. So I got online, started talking with this, with this uh, guy. I think he was like 19. And 
So we started exchanging some messages. Um, I found out, obviously, he was affiliated with the same university. He asked if, like, that was going to be a problem. I was like, no, you know, I kind of knew that, you know, he was never anybody that, you know, I've engaged with or had to teach or anything like that. So I figured it was all well and good. Told him to, you know, kind of come after I got done teaching online. And so where I actually teach for the summer, the, the floor is not really that busy you know, at a, at a particular time of the day. And so right after I got done teaching, you know, kind of sent a message, told him to, you know, come up. He comes up. I do my due diligence at first. You know, I didn't just, you know, kind of jump all over him or anything. I showed him around the department, asked him if he's ever been there before, the kind of services we offer. So I'm interested in, you know, I'm not just interested in, you know, like the little hot moment. I'm, you know, I care about, I care about people's academics as well. I'm an academic at heart. So I care about people's academics. So showed him around, things like that. We went into one of the lounges, starting, you know, making out a little bit. That was great. And then I told him, well, you know, if he wanted, you know, a little oral or, you know, things like that, if things, you know, go a little further, you know, we would go into like one of like the bathroom uh, stalls that's like on our floor. Now, mind you, a lot of times when like cruising and stuff like that hooks hooks up, you know, people be going into like these like really like dirty ass like bathrooms and stuff like that. I consider my thought moment, I ha I still consider myself to have a little class. At least I want to think so. <laughs> so at least, so at least the bathroom on my floor, only people on our floor use it. It's not really big. It's always being cleaned and things like that. So I think there's like two stalls and like two urinals in there. So it's like a really small, you know, bathroom. But it just so happens this was a great part of the day. The janitors had already cleaned in there, things like that. So took him in there, took him in one of the stalls, you know did some you know did some oral with each other and that was you know basically it and then i sent them you know on his way and you know we may engage or not you know in the future in the future you know but yeah i just i felt like having a thought moment so i did not you tore the baby up in the bathroom and spent the packing <laughs> you know i you know i tried to you know i i try i tried to be not you know of course i i feel like i was very cordial very play you know very nice as I think I typically am, but you know, I was like, no, this is like a moment. And you know, we may have another moment in the future. This, this just depends on, you know, how I feel. But yeah, I felt like being a thought and I felt like being a thought at work, so. You <laughs> how was it, how was it like with someone that much younger? Like, you know, the thing is, is that, cause it, it wasn't, it was, it did feel different because like I'm used to being attracted to like either my age or older. Um, and so it, it was one of those things where it was like, I didn't really, I guess I cared, but I didn't also at the same time. So, you know, my thing is like, you know, I haven't been intimate since like January. So that's another reason why I was having like a thought moment. Like, so, you know, I'm like, listen, it's the summer. It's hot. I need to give me some in any kind of capacity, in like some kind of capacity. So, you know, but yeah, mm -hmm. being with a uh, younger, like you could, like, I could tell like the not necessarily tell, but like, just feel, like, there's a certain energy that, you know, I think like a younger person like brings. Mm -hmm. So it could, it, it definitely feels like that. So, you know, it wasn't anything that, you know, went all, all the way, you know, but it was, you know, definitely like a very kind of mutual, you know, kind of uh, satisfaction. So it, it satisfied me for the moment. Yes, we love to hear it. So. So yeah, but the fact that, you know, first time ever doing it really with someone like that younger than me and then first time ever doing it with like, like in the workplace, so. Right, yeah. 
I hate both of you because, like, within the, not to say I haven't had any kind of sex within the last uh, couple of days or a week, um, or, or, or so. Because right. <laughs> I am a virgin, by the way. Um, Bitch, we are not doing that. We are, we are fucking doing not. Doing born that. again yesterday. Yes, yes. I'm sick of this shit. Yes, at 12 p.m. today. Yeah, I was reborn. I'm finna leave. I'm finna leave. <laughs> you will not blaspheme in my presence another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all listen to the Booty Pong episode. You'll see why I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate y'all. But uh, anyways, um, like I've I've yet to have sex while like at work, like on the clock. I've been trying to do that, trying to maneuver some shit in order to to do that, and failed every single fucking time. Failed every time. And I hate that for myself. I really do. And well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, the job that I do, there's cameras literally on me. So I won't be fucking at work. Oh, mm. Mm, well you well. see that's the thing like i was hesitant to do it at first because i know like we have cameras but i also know like that's the reason why when he like came up to the floor i took him around the back where there aren't any cameras and hey. so we kind of like made our way because i was like yeah you know i'm kind of already feeling a little iffy because like i said i don't in again i don't engage with you know my own students or any previous students i don't believe in that well at least right. not until after you graduate now if you after you graduate if we have some type of chemistry you know hit me up we can have a vibe you know but you know that's graduate that's after graduation but still uh you know took him you know around the nature of the department because like it's a, like one big circle so uh by the time you know kind of sent them a little bit on his way it kind of just seems like oh we just you know came to do a tour and you know we just like popped up again like hello camera if you if you're watching like nothing to see here <laughs> nice I'll be on my fuck it sometimes. I really do. Whenever, whenever horniness really gets me, that fuck it kicks in, and I'm just like, "Well, we're here. <laughs> Let's go." But again, haven't gotten an opportunity to do that work. Will I do it in the future? Who knows? Because the way that my life will be situated, I won't have the time to do that. So, yeah. But I love that for you both because I know Adrian's your your past experience of doing that on the job, like. Yes, yes, love that for you and love wow. that for you as well. We talked about it. We talked about it on the show. So we're I know the OG listeners, they know they know they know. But the new babies, they don't like you can't just overwhelm them. Like, well, welcome. I gotta hold people. it down. We gotta ease into it. New people, you're on the line with whores, okay? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I prefer Harlot. Thank you. <laughs> I, I did the fire as a Harley, okay? You have Harley Quinn, you have Harley Adrian, okay? I, I am a Jezebel, how dare you? Yes, come through! Tyrell, which hoe is you? You know what, since, I let, since you know I'm a writer, I deal with words all the time, I'm just gonna redefine the scarlet letter. So like you can yeah! brand. Okay. So, like, you can brand. Yes, you can okay. brand the scarlet letter. <laughs> scarlet, I love it. 
That's going to be the name of the episode now. Actually, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Scarlet (laughs) Hole will be like the best episode title for this. But I was was telling myself I was going to do horniness as a drug because I haven't done that yet as an episode. You know what? It's going to be Scarlet Hole because, bitch, might as well. No, but like, no, but that sounds like the cool name of a really cool, cool group. Like, it's like the adjacent of like the Charlie's Angels, the Scarlet Holes. Like, we come Yes. (laughs) Come on, get the pose up. Get your pose up. Come on. Come on. Yes. In the middle. Look, if I had my dildos next, I don't have a dildo, but if I had my vibrators, I have that motherfucker up too. Like, no. no. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to hold the handcuffs. Ooh. All right. So we're going to actually. Not the crickets. We're actually going to do this as a photo shoot. Like, what we all bring. We got to. Let's we do got it. to. We like, to. Tyrell, you got the butt plug? Whoa. I don't, but I do have a dildo. Okay, that'll work. Dildo, that work. dildo, handcuffs. Yes. It's, it's, oh, it's I could be holding lube. Oh, I could be holding lube. I'm holding lube. <gasps> Ooh, because lube yeah. is important. It yeah. Is very important. <laughs> Safety first, y'all. Always. Yes. I will say I love it when an unplanned uh, sexual encounter results in good sex. I really do. I really do. Yeah. Because I've I've experienced those. You know, so I've, you know, being on these apps or whatever and the dating pool being shit and the options being very few mm-hmm. <laughs> of quality. <laughs> so, like, I I hate when somebody, like, kind of um, builds up the anticipation for sex and then they go away because, like, motherfucker, why, like, you hit me up out of nowhere <laughs> asking me if I want to hook up and I'm like, you know what? Mm, might as well. I'll get myself ready and then you just like, oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm cool. Bitch, why the fuck did you even message me? Now I've got this horniness energy and now I have to go on these damn apps to find somebody else to get to where I need to be because you brought this energy to me. Like, what are we doing? <sighs> But you know what? As a coochie muncher, I am low-key jealous because we don't have the app that y'all have. There is no puss her or some shit like that <laughs> that we could just hop on and fuck each other on. I got to tell jokes. I got to be crafty. I got to be clever. I got to be romantic for like, if I'm cool with it, like three days, but like at least a week before I get to the coochie. Like that shit, yeah. y'all really are privileged. Yeah. I love that for y'all, but I hate and, it for me. And I would just I like to share. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I would just like to share a picture that was uh, circulated through Twitter. This uh, goes to, you know, all SGL, specifically for, you know, SGL men. It was, this picture was saying, uh, Dear Bottoms, Y'all have officially lost all y'all damn minds. The text message between these two people reads, you owe me $12. Second person, why? First person, I got ready, cleaned out, and you ghosted. First person, I'm sorry about that. Where did you get $12 though? Second person, I make 20 an hour. It took 30 minutes to get ready, which is $10. I added a $2 convenience fee. Mm. I I agree with this math. I agree with so, this math. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like you said, I take all this time to get ready. You canceling. So, you know, like this is a job. Like it's a job to prepare. So if you cancel, you owe fee. Like you owe reparation. Yes. You know what? I I'm owe reparation. I feel like, some type know. of way because they did not factor in how much that one, if they if they use a fleet or if they use a douche, if they use herbal treatment within that. So we yeah. need we yeah. need to go back to those charges. We need to 
yeah. add some other fees to this yeah, because come on what are we doing here oh no no not that bottoms lost their minds no we need no, payment. We have, no, we have, no. <laughs> i'm learning so much i need you to fly on the wall and i need that convenience <laughs> fee to be a little bit more like, a little bit more know. because <laughs> i mean if you cancel an uber you pay seven percent or some shit like that so listen listen if, if uber can catch it i believe the bottoms can too Look, it, look. There's an expectation fee too because you you added. I was expecting no dick tonight, and here you go. <laughs> so there's that dick upcharge. Thank you. <laughs> Being a dick and for me not receiving the dick. So what's up? Yep. That's the dick upcharge. <laughs> I do like my pussy a la carte, so I'm not gonna hold it. <laughs> now I will say one of the things like not not like a, a stance of privilege i feel like for a lot of women it's a little bit easier to hold on to a roster compared to like men because these motherfuckers are insecure as hell but women have a higher level of communicating with each other and they are like able to say, hey, this is what's going on. You're not the only person that I'm dealing with. You should know that. And of course, when the emotions get emotions, because look, one of my songs that I love right now is Loyal by Sunny Day. I believe it's Sunny Day. That shit, that shit rides. But like, I feel like for women, it's that barrier, well, not barrier, but having the ability to have those conversations and have those understood and appreciated helps out with having a, 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 a sustainable roster compared to like dudes because that's why we have to keep coming onto these apps is because motherfuckers cannot communicate they do not have the ability to understand that hey this relationship though it may be sexual we can leave it at that without making things weird right i will i will say there is a little bit of truth to that, but honestly, not not much. Like the same shit y'all be on, we be on that shit too. It's just Damn. more elaborate because we extra. Like I'm sorry. I literally start every encounter with, hey, I am day team, all right? Whatever we build, whatever vibe forms between us, that's what we got, but don't think it's the only one that I got. Mm. And most of them are cool with it. Like, you know, they'll be like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm talking to people. But then it always happens the same. I fuck up one good time. And I, I, I try to hold shit back. This is not me being cocky. This is scientific data that I've been collecting over the past eight months. Okay. That's scientific. She got her data set. Look, <laughs> bell curve is I, I have replicated the results. It is tried and true, my niggas. Okay. I, I, I give a little too good of an experience. And next thing I know, it's the so what are we doing? What are we? How many are you still talking to? And now my answers are still the same. I am the constant. Multiple people, we're dating. I don't know, what are you trying to do? Like, it's the same thing, but because I may have gotten a little more passionate than I should have, all hell breaks loose. Now they're trying to track the roster down. Now they're trying to break into my phone. Now they're trying to pop up on the announce. And it's just oh like, <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Guys, what are we doing? No, now I gotta cut you off. Now block delete. I have, I have since gotten rid of like seventy percent of my roster before we had this conversation. Damn. Yeah, I got seventy percent. Three. (laughs) I went from ten to three, and 
Y'all know a girl is in that three. She might, she, she might be the one to get the roster gone. Mm. <clears throat> like I will say. I appreciate that. I will say, like for me, when it comes to building, oh, I sent the song "Sunny Day" song to you. You, you, you're going to resonate. But um, <clears throat> when I like when I try to build my roster with people, and like I tell them, like this is what you should expect with engaging with me most definitely if i'm dating someone in the process of that and let them know okay look you're not going to be a proper just to let you know um but like even having those conversations that um for some reason dudes get triggered by that and i'm like it's not about you it's nothing this is me like actually communicating with you about my ins and outs of my own body or how i'm engaging with other people to let you know look we're not we're not dating we're not together we're not like continue to do whatever the fuck you want to do on your own but just know that you don't have ownership over anything that's going over here with this body this nigga named vernon and that's all you need to know like we can hook up we can have sex we can chill we can go grab some drinks or whatever but at the end of the day <laughs> i need you to understand these things but for some reason that I always go to somebody feeling some type of way and want to argue and cuss like it's been a struggle to build my rock past two people. Oh, no. It, I'm like, sorry. It's crazy. Like, I know in the past, I was able to have a roster of like five people. It was great. It was wonderful. I, you know, we can communicate. When are you free? All these other things. Even asking people for their availability today, like, <laughs> is an argument. Like, yeah. what? Like, like somebody, <laughs> like, somebody literally will block me for like they blocked me for not responding and this is after that uh, they wanted to like hook up and mm-hmm. i was like okay sure like i'm free tonight you're free tonight cool when you're trying to meet up so three hours pass bitch it's 1 a.m or whatever the time it is i'm going to sleep <laughs> and i'm not the fuck out and i look at my phone i got two messages from this motherfucker i'm like oh let me respond to this now that i'm up to let them know i'm asleep just to learn bitch you was blocked oh <laughs> well here we are and yet this is the same person who will probably unblock me within the next week and try to hook up and i'm like why motherfucker like what are you doing and when i ask you for your availability you feel like it's a personal attack like what? <laughs> but you see, yeah. but that's what gets people into trouble, though. They do the block, but they don't do the, the delete. See, I'm a one two step kind of person. Like I don't yes. just block, I delete. So you know, once you block, you delete it as well. Like there is no that unblock. Part. You that know, part. so you know, like no, you can't be allowing people to do that. You if you gonna block, you need to delete as well. Exactly. Yes. Like I have no problem. Like if I block a person, we're not going back into that because I don't. I don't care. Like when somebody wastes my time. I let them know. Last time we tried to meet up, you wasted my time. What makes you think I want to engage in that today? Because <laughs> I'm not. No matter how. Oh my gosh, that was just a couple days ago. Oh my god, I was like so fucking horny, and there was somebody who hit me up, and they were like, um, you know, we have a conversation, we're communicating, and all this other stuff. He sends his uh, face pic, uh, dick pic, and all this other stuff. I'm like, okay, cool, you're kind of cute, and all this other stuff, and. Um, they asked for a body pic and I send that to them and whatever. Mind you, my pictures are already on my profile, so whatever. And um 
a couple weeks pass and I see that they're nearby and I send them a message like, oh, how's things going? Blah, 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 blah. And they mentioned, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not into you. Bet, cool. I don't know why we started the conversation to begin with, but like, cool. I, I respect that. <clears throat> why are you now, three weeks after that or a month after that, messaging me trying to hook up no you're not into me i'm sorry i don't i don't hook up with people who are not into me what's what why would i do that <laughs> right or even or even just like my cardinal rule for like when you have like friends with benefits not even necessarily for a list i always have believed that the reason why one of the reasons many reasons why friends with benefits goes wrong is because you choose to have friends with benefits with people you're too close to Yes. And so it's one of those things. If you're going to have a friends with benefits type of situation, let it be a friend with benefit that you see that let it be somebody that you see infrequently, because if you're seeing that person every day or every other day or every other week, it's kind of like we're too we're, we're too much. We spend too much time together. So then those lines become blurred as to what are we? Are we dating? Are we, you know, this? Are we that? And then so if you have somebody that, hey, you may see every, you know, every couple of weeks or, you know, maybe ever so many months or, you know, whatever, it allows for like a good emotional distance. So that way, you know, you get obviously get your feelings in check. They can possibly get their feelings in check. You can't control what nobody does, but at least you have a good safe distance. Mm. And you can address like it accordingly. That's good. I'm gonna put that in my whole catalog. Because <laughs> I definitely be way too close to my bitches. I ain't even gonna hold you. I got a bitch for every day of the week. We see each other every week. <clears throat> and the problems start when somebody is a no call, no show. Because now mm. me, no call, no show, no dick for you. So it's it's you I have an allotted time for you to get what you came for. If you can't be there, mm. that's just a free day for me. I'm not gonna fucking wait for you. And tomorrow's price, yesterday's price ain't today's price. Your appointment was yesterday. Today is her mm. appointment. I can't cut her off to, to get you. Now we overlap and I got a snowball of bitches. I don't want that. And and when I enforce that, I always tell my people that I'm dealing with, consistency will get you very far with me. Yes. If you are a person of your word, and I can set my clock by you, we can do this as long as you want. It's when you become inconsistent that we have issues. And I don't like inconsistent. I crave stability. I like to know that on Wednesdays, I'm a fuck Keisha. Every Wednesday, until we stop fucking, it's Keisha. Wednesday, is Keisha day, okay? But if Keisha <laughs> pop up on me on Friday, that's not your day. Dang. Now, I'm confused. I don't like that. Now I'm irritated. Now, now Wednesday and Friday ain't your day, because now you out. I booted you out, goodbye because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> but maybe I should put some distance. Maybe it should be every third Wednesday. It's Keisha's day. And that is the message. Know your day. Know your day, know your time slot. Like like you like how you hopefully y'all making, you know, yourselves doctors and dentist appointments and every other type of appointment you make. Know that when it comes to obviously your hookups, you need to be doing the same thing. Make yourself your appointment. Know what day. Arrive mm -hmm. maybe 15 minutes early. You know, call if you can't call if you cannot make it. And, and come clean. Yes. Don't be trying to shower at my shit. Don't 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 do that. You, should, you know what the fuck you here for. Why is that box wild? Wash that shit. <laughs> I'm not touching it. I promise you. I'm done. Bye. I'm Bye. with it all. I am with it all. It's like, oh, 
consistency, having things on the schedule. Like, that's the thing. When, when I explain to people that, hey, during the week, I have a lot of shit going on. I don't want to talk to nobody. I, I would just want to get in my bed, watch something on Netflix, and go to sleep because I know I got work the next day. That's all is on my head. That's all that I'm thinking about. So when I tell you, hey, I am very free over the weekend, we could plan some things. We could do if you want to have a five-hour session of sex, we can do that on the fucking weekend because I already have that in my mind. That's what we're going to do. Like it's not, it's not. It's not rocket science. It's all about communicating. It's all about like everybody knowing what the fuck is going on. And I, the real frustration, like like you were saying, Adrian, they um, you having that uh, time frame of when the motherfucker's supposed to be there. If you tell me that you on your way, I give you a good thirty minutes or maybe an hour if I feel charitable that day. But if you're outside of that and you think you're gonna pull up at two hours. No, no, bitch. I, uh, uh. There's a whole nother motherfucker on their way over here. You lost that. <laughs> you lost that privilege. <laughs> like, why? Or I'm going to fuck sleep. Like, because you know I love my. You know I love my rest. So <laughs> if I have to choose between mediocre dick and rest, I'm always choosing rest. Even if it's some good dick on its way over. Oh, you're not trying to pull up when you're supposed to be here. Oh, well, thank you so much for uh, trying. I'm going to sleep now. Thank you. And keep it moving because you should have been here on time. <laughs> like, who you thought you was fucking with? <laughs> you got to definitely nip that behavior in the bud. Like, like for instance, me, I don't like my time wasted. So we make plans. And I always send, like, maybe... I send confirmation texts. But let's say me and... Jackie got a date Friday. I'm going to hit her up Wednesday. Hey, remember, Friday's coming. We got a date. I'm going to hit her up Thursday evening. Hey, remember, you still down? We going? Yeah, 6.30. 6.30. And then Friday morning, Jackie, don't fucking play with me. You best be there at 6.30. If Jackie confirms each of those and it's 5.45 and I haven't heard, I haven't gotten the on the way or can't wait to see you or I'm here text. I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. Why? Because I took the time to confirm with you. I carved this time out of my schedule and for whatever reason you are MIA. You are an adult. You know how to communicate. You have a mouth. Why? When I gave you ample opportunity, literally up until the day, literally up until the hour that we supposed to link, you had every opportunity to open your fucking mouth and you did it. Therefore, gas is too high, okay, for me to be chasing bitches. I'ma wait. If I don't get that on the way, you left yet, any of that shit, I promise you my car will be in the parking lot at my domicile where I will be high as fuck by myself. Mm. Or with another bitch, I don't know. <laughs> that part. I don't like my time wasted. And I don't, I used to feel bad about that. But when I really looked at like the economic cost of dating, I felt good. Like, bitch, that's that's a quarter tank of gas. I say <laughs> we no, cool. Yes. But it's also about the energy and the mindset you put yourself in. Like, cause when you thinking like you about to get some real good loving, right? And you know, it's like, it doesn't happen. It's like, now bitch, you didn't fucked up my whole mind mindset. Like mm. I don't, like either one or two things gonna happen either I'm gonna, you know, go through and find some find somebody else, or 
you didn't mess with my mind, so now I'm now I'm annoyed. So don't even fi- don't even fix your mouth to even try to text me or try to right. even communicate with me. I need a full 24 hours, maybe even longer to get over. Mm. Dr. Scott, I just got to point out, I want to be that corkscrew that you find. <laughs> God damn. You serving all kind of face. Like, Tyrell, I'm trying to listen, but you over here, here twisting shit. No, that like, core school is one of those like uh, one of those like stre- one of those like stress reliever items where it's like every yes, time I'm annoyed. But did you see his face? Did you see that he was serving over bedroom eyes? And I was like, what's, what's gonna happen? Like, what are we really doing? I am I enjoying the conversation. I am done. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I'm glad this is not a, a video podcast. Y'all don't even know what I'm doing or what I look like with this Y'all, sports he nasty. He is so nasty. I'm really going to have to go back and look at this video to see exactly what I look like with this damn court screw down. <laughs> All you was missing was a little tongue out. Like, this, like just, just a little bit. That's that's all you needed. Y'all, I want y'all to know Virgins don't twist court screws like that. So, proof. Oh wait, y'all can't see him. Damn. <laughs> uh, and look, and look, the verdict's gonna still be out. Is he the version? Is he really? Is he? I am the version corkscrewer. Mm. The prosecution rests right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Um. So. Another thing to, um, that I wanted to go into, well, this is actually one of those that was requested, was seeking validation through sex. Mm. Who, who want to tackle that one first? First I'm of all, sorry. I want to say, okay, no, okay. no, hey, Adrian, no, no, you, you go, 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 I went first and last time. You go first. No, all I was gonna say is like, look. This is not like a, I'm not trying to put like, put like a whole entire ego out there, but it's like, I don't need to validate a damn thing Ooh. for sex. Like I validate myself. <laughs> so it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you know, as we see, you know, people getting, especially like high and sexy for the summer, realizing, listen, high and sexy comes in many different shapes, form, sizes, everything like that. So it's like, listen, if I'm going to be doing something, I'm going to be doing it for me. Like I don't seek, I don't seek validation. Now it's of course not as good, you know, when you receive compliments and, you know, things like that. I mean, of course, who doesn't like that? But it, I, I, I'm, I can't, I'm not out here seeking, seeking nothing. I seek things with myself. And so, you know, I think that that just draws, you know, people that just draws people, in, you know, to, to you, no matter if it's for your personality, your energy, the way you look. Hey, some people looks is all they got going for them. And if that's so, then, you know, hey, props to you. You get yours when you can. Now, I don't know how far it's going to get you in life, but, you know, hey, it can get you a little something when you need it. But, you know, it's like I just have that attitude. Like, I don't I don't seek validation for nothing. For nothing. So on the other end of the spectrum of. Uh, I am learning not to seek validation through stakes. Um, you know, I've been in therapy for the last uh, two, two, two years, almost three, two to three years. Um, when I started therapy, I was very much tied my validation to sex. Like, mm-hmm. sex equaled love to me. If you didn't love me, you wasn't fucking me. Or because we fuck, you love me. Um, and I had to, me and my therapist had to break me out of that because that is not the case at all. You can have mind-blowing, amazing, transcending spiritual sex with somebody and they do not love you. Okay, that's, that's not love at all. 
Um, and so through my journey, you know, I, I started at the end of, you know, ah, you ate my pussy, so we go together. And then it, <laughs> then I jumped to the other side where I completely detached from sex. So it was like, mm. I'm fucking you, I'm tearing your ass up, you know, you giving me that good, good, and you think we go together. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not at all, we don't. And then I would stop fucking because I didn't want to, I didn't want that to be associated with each other. So now I finally made it to the happy medium, more so on where Tyrell is. Um, I validate myself, you know, I tell myself I love myself um, so that whenever I come with another person, I come, whenever I get with <laughs> another person, it's not them trying to fill something that's empty. I'm already full and it's just an addition. Like, oh, you think I fuck good. Thanks, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Type yeah. shit. So. And that's the thing. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because it is a learning process to learn not how to seek validation from other people. And it's so easy to come into situations, especially like I think when you're first learning your body, you're first learning about sex and sexuality, that it's easy, I think, for us to fall into the nature of using the nature of our bodies to get what it is that we feel that we want. So as we say, it's the kind of like, you know, if if we're if we're intimate, you know, with each other, you know, to me, it's kind of like, okay, why should you not feel this like I think that I'm feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. So we psych ourselves into thinking like, oh, okay, well, you know, I didn't slept with this person. I didn't gave them this, I didn't gave them that. Also now that must, you know, equate to, you know, love or it must equate to us, you know, being exclusive or dating or what, you know, whatever that is for us. And not really even stopping to think about, wait a minute, is that even what we really actually want for ourselves? Or is it more so just, oh, this is what I think I should want because this is what I've equated with being physically intimate with somebody else so right. it's what is that kind of multi-step process about you understanding about what does actually sex mean to you mm -hmm. and then how you actually move in that when you're with someone else yes agreed 100 like i think about like <clears throat> that phrase that uh sex is the way adults play often because i think that's uh the uh, I, the phrase in itself separates love out of it because you can play with uh, other people in different ways and enjoy them and it's not about building building love and I think as a culture as a society we were socialized to, be, uh, to believe that sex means love like whenever you see uh, like if even if you hear a song we make love blah 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 you know that they're talking about they're fucking like um, make love is sex that's the only way that you can do that rather than understanding that uh, sex is a, yeah it is an intimate act but there's also other forms of intimacy that you can uh, have with the partner there's romantic intimacy there's just being in the presence of your partner is doing things for your partner that can build intimacy outside of just you know engaging in sex looking into each other's eyes is a way that can build intimacy having conversations with your partner can bring intimacy and all those different intimate moments are things that can go into building love making love out of things like it's not just about the sexual things and i think once people are able to fully isolate sex from that uh, not to say that they have to remove their meanings and their definitions of what sex is for themselves but uh, recognize that they can engage in 
different activities with um, their partner or um, people that they're getting to know that still leads to building love and building that connection with each other sex will become a lot less of not necessarily a taboo but less of uh, a way to seek that validation or that affirmation from your partner to understand how much that they actually love you and then like for me I can have sex with anybody I choose, but I won't make love with just anybody. You, mm. that's, that's a level of intimacy that we have to come to together. Mm. Um, I like, you didn't ask any one of my partners. They know when I'm fucking them and they know when I'm making love. They know it's, it's just, it's blatantly different mm. from one action to the other. And because with sex, I'm not, I'm not into it. Like, I mean, I'm into it. But like my emotions, my 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 passion, my energy, that's all back here. It's it's locked up. You can't get to it when I'm when I'm fucking. But when I'm making love, the gang is open. You're gonna feel it all. And I have a very strong energy. Like you can tell when I want you, you can tell when I'm feeling good about you, you can tell when I fucking hate you. It's just my energy is big, it's just there. Um, and so as someone with a prominent energy force, it's my job to uh, put those parameters in place so that people don't get hurt unnecessarily. Um, at least that's just how I see it. You know, and I've always felt like um, the nature of like sex and making love has always, for me, it's always come through the eyes. Mm, how people say yeah. like they, you know, they make love through their eyes. So for me, <clears throat> if I am feeling something a little bit deeper than, you know, just like this sexual connection, then it's gonna come through through the eye contact that we continuously, you know, tend to make with each other. And that's that's just you know, kinda like my go-to, of course. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, missionaries for lovers. <laughs> okay, so this was a question that was asked. How how does one normalize their sexual selves when others are not willing to? So what would be like can you give some more kind of detail around that like is that like a like pronouns that you're using or like different partners like what are we can you go that's, into that's depth a, with that that's a good question that's just that's what will provide it so let me speculate a little bit um maybe in terms of like whenever someone is of uh, the kinky side of things or if they mm-hmm. like to express themselves outside of the norms be it i want to do more than missionary i want you to choke me a little bit i want you to spank my ass a little bit or just to uh, express themselves fully with their partner without um without them shaming them in a way uh or how can they embrace that with the partner or or embrace themselves uh, with their partner knowing this is who they are but they're also not willing to engage into in those things that's why so if i could speak on that a little bit um i recently within uh as has been said like i think on another uh show or two i've been getting into a little bit more of learning more about kink uh, over the past uh, over the past year and a half. And one of the things that I learned from one of the summits that I attended online was that a lot of times um, people will, if they have this even curiosity about a particular kink or a particular scene or fantasy or something like that, a lot of times people tend to go from zero to 100 
in an instance. And a lot of the kink educators will tell people, if you have a curiosity about something, explore it, but explore it one, safely, but two, you don't have to go from zero to 100. So just case an example, if you have a curiosity about what it's like to be spanked, right? You know, be spanked by your partner or whatever, you don't have to necessarily go out and now all of a sudden, like you're getting all sorts of toys and floggers and, you know, just things like that. You can start small with something like a wooden spoon, like having like your partner, you know, spank you like with a wooden spoon, see how that feels. And then if you decide to progress to, you know, other levels or other degrees of, you know, that particular kink play, then that's fine. So I think that the nature of what, how we associate, you know, the, how we associate getting into other aspects of, you know, either sex or role play or anything like that. It doesn't have to be like to this varying degree where you just, you go all in with something. Like whatever your kink is, however it is you choose to express it, it's gonna be on you, be on you and your partner. And there's nothing wrong with not, you know, wanting to be uh, in chains and, you know, tied up in a dungeon scene or you know something like that it's going to be whatever you and your partner make it to make it to be so i think just the mindset and the idea around expressing that is key and i would add to that like of course tyrell covered it pretty well um but for me in that you know in that in that sense i think it just comes down to communication honestly like yes. if you're not able to fully have that conversation with the person you're engaging in these activities with, you're not going to be able to express yourself the way you want to. You know, I may not like butt stuff and you may like butt stuff. And, you know, I may be a hard no on it. And that's something that you require to be sexually fulfilled. If we can communicate, we can find together a happy medium, you know, pegging, I'll peg you. You, you want to feel butt stuff? I don't want none of my orifices in your butt. I'll I put a strap in your ass. That's fine. I'm into that. Happy medium. <laughs> we figured it out. Um, but yeah, for real, for real. Communication, that is like, that is the craziest thing to master. If, if, if you can truly master the art of communicating, there is nothing you cannot have in this earth. Honestly. Because it's literally the building block of any relationship whether it's professional, emotional, romantic, friendship, child, parent, like every relationship requires some form of communication. And if you can really truly master that or get very good at it, the world is your oyster, honestly. And Adrian, it's so great that you mentioned that because as I'm thinking about it, when you said about like, what is some of like your yes or hard no's, it's kind of like, there are resources out there where, you know, you and another partner or another, you know, uh, intimate uh, intimate uh, partner, where you can, you know, go and fill out, you know, like little worksheets that, you know, are free and accessible online. And you can even make, you know, communication a fun and playful game, you know? So it's yes. to say like, hey, like, what are some of like the things that you would be into? What are like some yeses for you? What are some like hard no's? What are some of like those maybe categories where it's like, mm, well, you know, I may have a little curiosity about this. I don't know too much, but I wouldn't be close, you know, I wouldn't be close to it. And so that way, again, like you say, Adrian, you're trying to find like this happy medium, mm -hmm. you know, where that kind where, you know, that kind of play and exploration can exist. So that- Yes. Doctor, speak. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's pizza. All. That's no, that's that was it. That was it. The only thing I have to say, if you are going to start using a wooden spoon for like spank, like any kind of impact play, make sure you get a new spoon um, because you're not gonna be yeah, you feeding your family. With, your look, let's like <laughs> keep that let's one in the bedroom, like just for sanitary <laughs> purposes, because I know some people don't be thinking about that. But uh, it's something also came up to uh, to my mind. Um, when you start talking about communication, I remember that thing that was on Facebook um, like last week and they were like, communication has never been the issue, it's been comprehension. And I was like, mm. mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's another thing that uh, we need to work on when it comes to how we talk to our uh, partners is seeing that uh, actually going into, hey, do you understand what I'm saying? And ask them to repeat what you said and not in the in a negative way but like for you to make sure that they heard you correctly like hey uh, i know i said a lot and i just want to make sure that um everything came across accurately do you mind uh summarizing what i spoke to you so i can make sure i communicated properly like communication in itself is a skill that takes time to build like like, uh, people think that just saying oh i need you to talk better or i need you to communicate better is going to be it no you have to learn how to actively listen Mm -hmm. learn how to learn emotional intelligence on top of that and learn Mm -hmm. how to reflect what other people are telling you uh the best way possible to ensure that you understand that you well for those other people overstand um what (laughs) your partner is talking about whenever they're communicating And another thing I will also add is most definitely come to those hard no's because that's going to be another conversation. Um, You have to identify what are the necessary needs within your relationship too to make sure that everybody is satisfied and are your needs being met most definitely when it comes to those sexual desires because sometimes depending on the relationship dynamics it may include adding another person or adding the um access to um a a community for you to engage in certain things that uh, make you feel um uh, not validated but makes you feel as though that you satiated those needs that you have that can like if you are against being spanked or against um anal play or anything like that well hey i know i'm not comfortable with doing anything like that but uh are you uh well let's rephrase that i understand that you're not comfortable with doing anything like that is it possible that we can open up our relationship so that i can have that need be met and have those conversations see where that leads sometimes that may lead to the dissolution of a relationship and sometimes it may lead to the strengthening of a relationship because that's what relationships all are all about if you're unable to ensure all people's needs are being met within the relationship at the end of the day it is going to fail so like having those pertinent conversations to understand exactly what's going on, exactly what you want within the relationship, only in, a, in, in all realness, even if the relationship does uh, dissolve, it will dissolve in a healthy way. And that's also a good thing. Agree. Absolutely. Um, another one of those questions that was submitted, uh, how does one engage in hookup culture safely? Uh, I, I will start this one off by saying, just purchase the essential guide on how to be a hoe and you'll be good. 
Shameless plug. Shameless but really, plug. you better, but really, better you better use the resource. Might as well. But additionally to that, you have to think about condom usage and birth control and all kinds of contraceptions within that, ensuring that you are getting tested. Um, if you're out here raw dogging it, <laughs> having sex without any kind of barrier methods or anything of that nature. Um, it is best to ensure that you're getting tested on a regular basis and also between partners. I know um, typically if you hear regular basis, it may be uh, every three months that people become accustomed to, but if uh, every so often within that three months, you're uh, engaging with multiple partners uh, and you're switching between those partners, it is also good to ensure that you are still being tested between those partners too. So not saying that you have to go every single week but just do it regularly enough that could be once a month twice a month um what have you look at your insurance and what it covers but those are some of the um sexual health related re uh, ways of um staying safe within operating hookup culture there's also the lived experience safety uh, concerns too but before i go into any of those what do y'all have to offer about that um so for me um remember <laughs> this is my first year in the streets um after being booed up for almost four so things have changed outside different than when i remember <laughs> um it's it's wild out here and honestly and i know this might sound kind of like condemn me it's not meant to be babies take this with love tt is giving you the game your sexual health is your responsibility no one owes you anything. Mm -hmm. You would think honesty would be implied, you know, included with the sale, but no, a lot of people are either ignorant of their own sexual health or negligent of their own sexual health. But your sexual health is just that, it's yours. Therefore, it's your responsibility. Me personally, I like to see test results. If you want me to eat that pussy, show me them results, because I got mine because I want you to eat it. Um, but <laughs> I'm not putting my mouth nowhere that I don't know where it's been. You know what I'm saying? Because, praise the Lord, not that there's any shame to it, but I am, you know, I have not been burned in the probably 20, wait, that's 10, 15 years that I've been fucking. <laughs> I wasn't fucking at 10, guys. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> but in the 15 years that I've been sexually active, I haven't ran into any issues. And that is because I'm downright militant with my sexual health. You not finna fucking touch me if I don't know where the fuck you been. And I and, and when you're looking at results, people, look at the dates. Cause some motherfuckers will have a, a, a negative result and it'll say 2011 on that bitch. It's 2023. We have updated results. We wasn't testing for the same shit in 11 that we testing for in 23. Miss Rona wasn't even a thought in 11, but she real popping in there 23. She done calmed down a bit, but she's still out there. Be safe, y'all. Never forget. Right. Um, but I said all of that to say, it's your priority. You know, no one owes you anything. There's decency and then there's foolishness. Don't be privy or don't be prey to either. Take control of your your health. Um, that being the case, and also don't be afraid to stand on your health. So if you, if someone is refusing or they're they're talking about man, we don't need all that. Like, you know, you know me. I know you. Right. Yeah, true, but no, <laughs> no means no. And if someone isn't willing to get a test, 
Now, I've even gone so far as to pay for someone else to get tested because money was the problem. Money is not an issue for me at times. And I really wanted to have sex with her. So I was like, shit, I got you. And we went to the clinic. I paid the fee. She got tested. She saw me the results. And then we did some horrible, horrible things to each other. Yes. Um, but we got to be knowing, knowing that everyone is okay to play really enhances their experience. You can just kind of, you can get loose. You can do wild shit when you know that you're safe. And that's just going to add to the sexual experience. So definitely, as uh, Vernon brought up, you know, make sure you know your status, get tested, but also take control of your sexual health. You you came into this, you, you come into the world alone, you leave alone sometimes. It's up to you. It's your responsibility. There is, you You don't want to be the one to say, oh, they did this to me or or they, that happened or they didn't tell me or that, uh, they, there's, they didn't tell you, but did you ask? You know, there's still some responsibility and culpability on your part. So give yourself the best chance at hooking up by being proactive. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, so I love all, I love all of that. And something that, um, I will say, which um, I won't necessarily disclose, but something that I do um, have, which is considered to be low, low risk. Um, for anybody that is having something that, you know, no matter if it's from, you know, like an STI screening or any type of other screening, if you do have something that is considered low risk, if you're gonna engage in hookup culture, have, have very set boundaries with yourself about what you will and will not do. So if you know that you are like, you have like, you may have something that may be considered low risk, you know, it's like if you manage well, it's highly unlikely that you would pass something on, you know, you may want to uh, create a boundary as to say like, okay, if I'm engaging in hookup culture, hey, I may only, you know, go so far as to like make out with this person or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I love kissing. So, you know, I can have a make out mm -hmm. session all day. I pretty, I throw up my hands and say like, I will be one of like those white women in the, in the, in the 90s rom-com <laughs> films that are making out the backseat, that's making out the backseat of the car. Like that's so me. I'm like, cheers to it. But it is to say that, you know, you, you create certain lines and boundaries with yourself about what you will and will not do. And also, if you're going to be engaging in hookup culture, please make sure that you are physically, you know, you're making sure that you are physically safe as well. Please do not be inviting people that you do not know uh, to your to your home, you know, Thanks. and, you know, places where you very much uh, frequent. Um, you know, if you are going to engage in hookup culture, I say, you know, maybe choose some spots, some areas. If you have like a little favorite like hotel you like to get down at or whatever, you know, have that a part of your repertoire, but please make sure that you are hooking up in places that are physically, that are also, that are, you know, just physically safe. I know that, you know, in the moment, things can be exhilarating, they can be exciting, but just please think about, think, just have a little, have a little glimmer of thought about afterwards. Yes. And you hooking up with somebody that you really don't know, and now this person has been inside your home, or, you know, just things like that, or just knows your address for that mm -hmm. matter is it can be a little it could be a little dicey because you know the streets is crazy mm. <laughs> let's mm. just let's just put it out there you know so just please just please make sure that you are being physically safe and always remember you are always allowed to change your mind at any point Anytime. so as it was said yeah. any as as it was said earlier no means no mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so for sure 
And um, another thing, if you know that you have any types of allergies, um, like what Adrian was saying, it is your responsibility oh, about your se sexual health. Uh, it is also your responsibility for your um, personal health, regardless. Like yes. whenever you are engaging in these, um, like hooking up with other people, especially if you do not know the individual and you don't know their diet and you don't know what other uh, ailments may be impacted them, it is important to ask those questions. Questions. Most definitely, if you feel as though that this, uh, if you know the encounter is going to include the exchange of bodily fluids, and mm -hmm. you don't know that this person ate something that may trigger uh, uh, a body bodily response, an allergic reaction, this oh, yeah. this is important. <laughs> this I is have a severe important. peanut and shellfish allergy, so for any bitch that's fucking me, I need to know what the fuck you ate today. I do. Because you're not finna send me to the hospital with pussy on my breath. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not. Okay? I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. So, write it out. I, I tend to stay away from people that just, I love crab legs. Oh, oh I can't love you. <laughs> they, they, they don't love me. Look, it's yeah, like, yeah, I need, I need to love you to the left. Look, I'm yes, people. We can I'm high people. fives, but we can't do shit else. <laughs> I am definitely peoples because I love me some uh, seafood, some shellfish, and peanuts. <laughs> That's why I will never break you down like I want to. <laughs> I like living a little bit longer. You an Adrian virgin. That's the virgin you are. I'm done. I haven't touched you yet. <laughs> but when they come up with a pill, I'm on your neck, Doctor Scott. All right, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> You know, you, know you. you know I'm here for you. You know I'm here for you. You know, always Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's a treat for us, listeners. <laughs> I don't know what I just did. But like, I, I'm like. It is important for people to have those conversations and the physical safety is important. Um, that can include sharing your location with your friends, yes. um, letting people know where you're going because that is like, there are people being murdered, honestly, let's be real. Like yep. um, you should not be losing your life over horniness, wanting to get some dick, wanting to get some pussy, wanting to get some ass, wanting to get some mouth. You should not be losing your life over these things. And if you, if the your gut is telling you not to do it, bitch, don't do it because you don't feel don't comfortable do enough to do it. So right. listen to your gut. Yes. If there are certain things that you need uh, from a person before you can uh, move forward, like if that is the STI test, if that is for them to say something that makes you feel secure, whatever the case is, wait until you get that security and mm -hmm. if you don't have it don't do it don't engage like i think we're in a space where people you know that instant gratification people don't mm -hmm. understand how they themselves perpetuate that with other people because they themselves want the instant gratification and they uh, see that this other person is um pressing them and they're wanting to meet now and they're more focused on trying to fulfill that need that they forget all about their own personal needs in the matter and they just engage sometimes you just have to be like no i cannot do that and if they show any type of aggression bitch block like there's 11 billion people on this damn planet and i i get that for yourself it may be hard to find somebody but there's somebody out here who's waiting to love on you you don't need that motherfucker that's been aggressive you don't need that person who wants to continue to show attention and another thing 
just add if you know you don't want you're not feeling somebody and you don't know how to say i'm not interested to them just block them honestly if they slide into your dms and you know you're not interested go ahead and block don't leave them there to uh, feel whatever you need to feel validated just block the motherfucker like create a safe space for yourself <laughs> and that means safe energy uh, safe conversations safe sexual experiences and even with the use of the word safe sexual experiences that doesn't mean that you have to have a condom on like like what we were saying earlier about getting tested you see this motherfuckers pretty uh, they don't have any kind of um, diseases anything like that that you will have to worry about let them shoot up the club not physically, but you know, let them go all up in there, come all up in that motherfucker. Like you can be bred like a fucking Twinkie if you wanted to. Like do whatever you want to do. <laughs> like love that for you. There's people with breeding keeks. I love that for y'all. I'm it's not me. I'm not a Twinkie. Uh, <laughs> I I just really don't want to be nobody mama. So <laughs> this club is bulletproof, baby. Now, <laughs> we got, that's the we other got part. security at the dope. Look, that's the other part you need to worry about. Like, and it's wet around here, so you're gonna have to wear a raincoat. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just you know, for like a kind of anxious person that I am, I'm not really into just like oh, spontaneous something's happening. Mm-hmm. Like I like you know, if I'm gonna have a hookup, like we, well, how we just talked about earlier, it's gonna be like a premeditated one. Like yeah. I already know, <laughs> like, like I know it's gonna, like I know a little something of it's yeah. gonna happen. This is where it's gonna happen. You know, I can't do the whole just whole spot you know and i will say also for safety purposes just um you know if you're gonna be in the streets you know just make sure you know you know yourself some self-defense you know maneuvers if you got your tape your stun gun your pepper spray you know make sure you got those things readily available so in case you know you got to act wild on somebody who's trying to get a little bit too you know aggressive with you you'd be like bam like Mm. you know so please you know Protect yourself. Protect yourself. These motherfuckers are wild. Very. (laughs) Very. I always say go for the eyes and the throat. Yes. Eyes and the throat. And then genitals. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Genitals are are in play, guys. It's not, it's not, it's not, uh, what is it? Poor sportsmanship to go for the genitals. Ladies, you can go for the genitals of all the bitches too, okay? You kick me in the coochie, it's gonna hurt. Okay, it might not it might not double me over in pain, but I'm gonna be hurt. All right, so mm. genitals is a a equal opportunity hit. <laughs> Anyone can go there. Look, we all for the equal opportunity. Of course, <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity to myself. <laughs> and I'm both up. <laughs> now we are here at the end of the episode. We're settling and lowering your standards for others. Have you ever had to do that yourself? What was that like? And would you ever do that again? And I, I speak for myself. Horniness has definitely made me do that. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I will say I have never lowered my standards or settled for horniness alone. Um, usually, if typically I like what I like. And if you ain't that, I'm going to just keep it pushing. However, if we have generated a connection so we have some type of emotional bond with each other that will cause me to rethink my standards um for instance i'm big on teeth i love a beautiful 32 
full on all your teeth where they supposed to be ain't no riots in your mouth smile right but the woman that i was gonna marry had gang signs in her mouth on the bottom row the top row you wouldn't really know but the bottom row was it was get in where you fit in right uh but because we had generated that bond we got to know each other and you know she had so many great qualities that i could see myself with i made allowances for the trash tea now hindsight really wish i didn't because <laughs> i could have been with somebody with teeth like me and we could be popping but you know it doesn't always end that way you know sometimes lowering your standards will open up your data set or your data pool in in suitors but at the same time there's a difference between lowering your standards and settling i refuse to settle at this point in my life um i am 30 years old i am too old to settle and like vernon said there's billions of motherfuckers on this rock right here so i don't have to settle um i will lower my standards but i will not settle ever again in my life absolutely i i completely agree with that 100%. Yeah, i think that there's also a difference between like, you know, because when we think about standards, you know, it's like okay, really like taking a true assessment of yourself like your standards really like out in outer space, you know, as many people's are, you know, so right. where it's like virtually if you wanted somebody, you would have to go to build a bell or you know, do something. Build a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or nigga, you know. So, uh so yeah, i think i think Adrian what you said was really was uh spot on. I think that, you know, when you get to a certain place in life like you shouldn't be settling for anything. Now, do you adjust and, you know, adjust your standards based on where you are in life? Things that maybe you were not open to before maybe you are now. Of course, that's mm-hmm. going to come with time and as you grow and age and evolve, of course. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think that you know you should ever be uh just settling for something because ultimately that's ultimately going to reflect back on you and ultimately just make you very unhappy. So definitely yes. no no type of settling over here, but definitely the nature of your standards, you know, kind of ebb and flow as you know as time, mm-hmm. you know, as time goes on. And like Vernon as to echo, you know what you said, there's billions of people in the world and as I've always liked to say, listen, I'm not for everybody. I don't want to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you know so you should be uh choo- choosy and selective even if you in the nature of hookup culture or whatever it is that you know you seek and always be selective with you know the people that you choose to engage with yes y'all just spoke a lot of truth oh god yes i was the only thing i can add on that uh, is mostly related to the standards like i know even for myself i refuse to uh, um place standards on other people for those that i cannot uphold myself um mm-hmm. like i've come across people online who will, will say that they need somebody that has all these certain qualities be it a car job and all these other things and you go ask them hey why is it that you forever have free time and you always trying to hook up as and you talking about you need motherfuckers with jobs are you not working like what's going on or why is it that you saying that you need somebody else with the car blah, blah 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 but you uh need me to pick you up all the time like not to say that these are things that um even personally I'm uh, willing to work with like you need to have these things but that's something to think about too when it comes to how you set your standards you have to acknowledge that oh if I'm going to want other people to have certain things how am I looking towards having that for myself 
yeah, for sure. One of my uh, one of my standards uh, that I don't settle for is at 30 years old, I'm not kicking it with nobody that's living with their parents. I just can't do that. I don't like quiet sex. I like to get crazy. And I have an apartment, a car, a job, a phone. I have bills and responsibilities. And I prefer to engage with people that have those same bills and responsibilities because they understand what's going on better. If you are not working or part-time or you know you work here where the DoorDash is your income, no offense to it, the same, for example, you don't work a full-time job. You don't understand fatigue. You don't understand okay, yes, I want to see you. I know we have plans, but Georgia Power is waiting on my, my payment and I can either go out with you or I can keep lights. I'm going to keep the lights. You're going to be there, but the lights are not. <laughs> you know, someone who doesn't have those same responsibilities and demands on their life and time, they're not as understanding. Uh, they're some, sometimes a bit bratty or childish in that. Like, what you mean you can't come see me? We made plans, da 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 Right, 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 right. But Geico got to me before you did. So, mm-hmm. therefore, exactly. I, I, car insurance is compulsory, baby. I got to be able to move and groove how I wish. And so I'm going to prioritize what I have to do so that I can do what I want to do. It's not no, it's not now. And when you deal with people that have those same issues, they're way more understanding. Hey, babe, I, I, my car insurance came out. We're going to have to kick it at the crib tonight or we're going to have to reschedule the date. Oh, baby, I understand. Like, it's no pressure. You want you want to come over? Or, oh, oh shit, I got some free money. I'll pay for the day, Dre. It's no worries. You ain't got to pay for that. Like, it's a two-way street. You get that that understanding and that that grace from somebody that's in the same water as you. Mm. And you want to set yourself up for that. You know, you don't want to have unnecessary arguments, turmoil that you don't have to have because you're unequally yoked. Mm. So, I just, just as an example, that's just something i want to put yes 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 absolutely all righty well before i go ahead and close this out uh first and foremost thank both of you for coming on to the podcast so we can have this beautiful ass conversation but do either of you have any last words that you would like to share with the audience before i end it just uh as we've been talking about the nature of different segments of hookup culture you know what it means to engage with you know intimate partners setting you know um what it's like to have standards and everything like that just remember at the end of the day everybody just to make sure you are reminding yourself to have autonomy over yourself and your actions you know so i can understand you know obviously our urges you know they may get the best of us sometimes but let's try not to make it like a whole on habit like we love to have fun we love to engage you know those kind of things are exciting but having it to be a habit can lead to unhealthy practices you know and we don't and we don't want that we always want to be safe and we always want to want to be healthy and and uh have autonomy over over ourselves and and how we move forward definitely definitely and i would add to that uh, again beautifully said tyra um but just you know for my last two cents you only got one life and it's just you that you have control over so advocate for yourself. Put yourself in the best situation and the best, you know, circumstances that you can um, without being detrimental to others. Absolutely. Fuck all you can while you can, but do it safe and have a good time. Yes. Absolutely. That is yes. the word. Oh, well, yes. Amen. Hallelujah. 
with that said thank you all so much for listening to the whole little podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality just in case no one else told you this today you are beautiful you are worthy of happiness and joy you are enough and then some you may not live up to the expectations of others but that is okay you are only required to walk in your own shoes may each day you live lead you towards abundance with that said love you all and see you next episode bye bye Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation. <laughs>